Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about learning to say no and set boundaries to live our best lives. I'm your host, Heather Drago. You may think because of this podcast that I'm a boundary setting expert, but I'm not. I'm an expert at struggling to set boundaries. But you know what? I'm working on it and it is getting easier. Follow along with me as I learn from fellow strugglers and experts so that you too can start saying no without feeling fear, guilt, or FOMO. Holidays are here, guys. Everyone's starting to think about spending money and buying presents and hosting, but we're still concerned about inflation, budgets are tight, and sometimes this can cause a lot of stress. So I've asked my friend Rachel Dursey back to come and talk with us about how to budget and spend and enjoy the holidays as best we can with as little stress as possible Mm -hmm. relating to money. So Rachel Dursey, as you know, is a financial wellness coach. She works with individuals and businesses uh, as part of their wellness plans um, to help people talk about, think about, and make better decisions around money. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Heather. Thank you for having me on again. Of course. I I heard you gave a webinar about this. I did. And I just immediately thought, oh, my gosh, what a great topic. Let's get you on right away because people are starting to, you know go on Amazon and Etsy mm-hmm. and all those things and spend way too much money and yeah, you know, let's, it's, let's catch them early yeah. <laughs> before they get too, it's November, too far underwater. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's the time to start thinking yeah. about the holidays. And I think I, one, of, one of the biggest mistakes people make is waiting till the last minute Oh yeah, to plan. Yeah. And that then you don't really have an, a choice. You know, there's a lot of like, well, I have to do this. I have to do that because things are coming up tomorrow or next week. Um, and, and they so just run out plan, and grab something exactly. or order something real fast. Exactly. And, yeah. or you order and you're not price shopping or you're not even like necessarily thinking about what you really want. You're just like, oh, my gosh, it's more panic mode. Mm-hmm. So I say like, I, I don't think that it's... Um, that it's coincidence that stress levels are at an all-time high over the holidays, and so is spending. Yeah. I think those things are related. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, there's more things that go into the holidays that can be stressful, but but a lot of it is spending. And even the stuff that maybe isn't is very loosely related to spending. So as an example, you feel like you have to host Thanksgiving for 25 people going to cost you a lot of money and you might also feel a lot of stress and anxiety around getting your house ready oh yeah where do you set people up that's a lot of people my house doesn't really fit that many people um and so there's a lot of decision making that goes into the holidays that oftentimes 
people don't people feel very out of control of those decisions yeah. and they just feel like this is what I have to do. This is what my family oh, expects. Sure. This is what yeah. I've always done and this is what I have to do. Yeah, boundaries come into play mm-hmm. here often yes. because there are a lot of familial expectations yes. or requests or, you know, parties people invite you to and, you know, it's not realistic. So I want to back up for a second and tell you a silly story. Okay. Sort of silly. But I think a lot of people can relate to this. Okay. Um so as I've told you before, I grew up kind of in a low-income family, uh-huh. and I was raised by my mom and my grandma, and at some point we lived together for a while. And I just have this vivid memory this one time, but this happened every year, but this one specific visual moment where I opened the door to my grandmother's bedroom, and there was literally a mountain, like a mountain of these Montgomery Ward boxes. <laughs> and they had like the green and blue stripe across and she had green and blue bows that they provided and she was grumbling. I can't believe I have to spend all this money on all these things. <laughs> She's slapping the bows on and just like grumbling and angry and resentful. And what she would do is every year she would rack up her Montgomery Ward and her JCPenney credit cards just to the max, mm-hmm. spending all this money on clothes and things that none of us really needed or we didn't ask for all that, we would have been fine with Mm -hmm. a lot less. But she felt compelled to do that every year. And then the rest of the year, she was paying it off with all this high interest and everything. Mm -hmm. And she was always stressed about money. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we put these heavy expectations on ourselves and feel feel like we need to do things. So we're we're spending out of guilt mm-hmm. or out of obligation rather than I really want to gift yes. something to someone. Yes. So I I I've tried to be much more mindful about that. We've done some things in our family about it. But I do, you know, I do end up spending more than I really mm-hmm. want to. So how do we start just by like thinking about a budget about the holidays? Like what's like what's the first step of like being okay with limiting your spending? I mean sometimes let me let me stop for a second and say mm-hmm. this question comes out of a place of privilege. There are some people sure. who have no choice about setting a budget right. or have no money to spend on, on Christmas right. or <clears throat> other holidays. Um, so I want to be mindful of that. Yeah. I think to that point, the first step, if you're thinking about setting some, some type of a budget or even if you're just feeling stressed, the first step is remembering what the holidays are really supposed to be about. Right. Are they supposed to be about a bunch of gifts that you're getting giving to people that maybe they don't even want those gifts to begin with and stressing you out? Or is it supposed to be about spending quality time with the, your loved ones? And there's a way to spend quality time with your loved ones without spending a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so really like take a step back and maybe think about last year, the year before, and what did we do over the holidays and what parts did I really enjoy and what parts really were maybe not my favorite Um, and make some very conscious, dare I say selfish, which I'm going to talk about that word in a minute, selfish decisions because you have to be happy and live your life and you can't live your life making sure everybody else is happy. You can, you shouldn't live your life making sure everybody else is happy. Meaning don't put yourself last. Correct. Right. In fact, do the opposite and put yourself first. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, because I will say, and I will argue this till the end of time, 
if you are taking care of yourself, you are so much better capable of taking care of other people. It's just like when you're in an airplane and they say, if something happens, don't put that air mask on your neighbor, put it on yourself first, and then you can help everybody else. But you can't help everybody else if you're really not helping yourself. So, but also to that point is if you do kind of take a step back and you start saying no, like, no, I can't do all these things, there's a very good chance your family and your loved ones will be fine with that. But when was the last time you really stood up and said, I can't do this? So you might think in your head, like, no, everybody expects this of me. Everyone thinks this is what I need to do. But have you ever tried to say, you know what, folks, like, I don't know that this year I can do as much as I did last year. Mm -hmm. Perhaps they will be perfectly fine with that and they'll support you in that. But if you just keep doing it over and over again, it's kind of like if you have a job and you consistently work overtime every single week, even though you don't want to, and you never make a statement about it, like, hey, boss, like, I can't work over, they're going to continually expect you to do that. Mm -hmm. But if you stand up and say, this is just not something I can do any longer, the people around you that love you will show up and support you. Right. There were many years ago, and when my husband and I were new parents, you know, young, didn't have a lot of money. um, I don't remember who introduced it. But we as a as a larger family decided we weren't going to buy a gift for every single person. We were going to do a gift exchange. Mm-hmm. And so at the, our tradition is on Thanksgiving, we draw names yeah. out of a hat. Uh-huh. And then, you know, that's the person you give to. And we have a limit, you uh-huh. know. And so um, it was just a lot easier for us. And then as time has gone on, everyone that's just kind of like, yeah. okay, that's yeah, good. exactly. You know, and now it's a new tradition. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So there are ways you can you can communicate. And we've talked about this before and when we talk about boundaries of, you know, saying... I can't afford this. I can't, you know, sometimes, you know, do we have to go out? Can we just spend time together right. kind of right. a thing? Yeah, you can speak up. And yeah. often people are under, if even if they, if it's, they would prefer to do it the other way. Like, I'm sure, especially around the holidays, people are uh, compassionate yes. and and empathetic. And, yes. You know. Yeah. And if you don't want to say, because it can be uncomfortable for some people to say, well, I can't afford that. It makes them kind of feel bad about themselves. Mm-hmm. You can say like, we have some really lofty financial goals that we're really looking forward to next year. And because of that, we really can't do as much for the holidays as we have done previously, because we're really excited about saving up for, you know, whatever it is, a European vacation or home improvements or whatever, like those are things we're really saving up for. And if we really want to do that, you know, we've kind of kind of have to take a step back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And most people will understand that. And, yeah. And they'll be fine with it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's your first step. Your first step is really remembering what the holidays are supposed to be about. And then really thinking about the times that you've really enjoyed and the times that were stressing you out and trying to avoid those times that were stressing you out or at least change those things up a bit to see if you can do things a little differently so that not only are you enjoying it more, but there's also a chance that you might be spending a little less as well Mm -hmm. in the process. Mm -hmm. So that's the first step. Second step is actually putting a spreadsheet together and starting to plan. So which I created for that webinar I watched. um, And for folks listening, if you go on my website and you watch the webinar and um, you email me or you go to my social media and message me, then I will send you the spreadsheet for free. So it's a really good planning tool that has information about hosting, and information about buying gifts, because those are the two big things that a lot of folks do over the holidays that do end up spending a lot of money. And it's the hosting part is interesting to me because most people, when they host, they feel like they have to contribute 99% of the food. 
And in my mind, it should be the opposite of that. You're cleaning your house yes. probably before Agreed. and after. Agreed. You're having people over. You're running around. Whether you're providing it or not, you're still doing the cooking because it's at your house. Um, why not ask people to help? Yeah. And and I've, I've, I just had this conversation with a client the other day. Like, what would happen if you said, grandma, aunt, mom, sister, what, what would you like to bring for Thanksgiving dinner this year? And every person, every time I ask somebody that, every person says they would be fine with that. But we've never asked. Yeah. Why not? But also, too, like, that's an opportunity. Like, you know, I love your stuffing. Yes, You make exactly. the best stuffing. Could right. you please bring that this year? Or it's also... You make the best pies. Yes. Yeah. An opportunity for your family to also bring something that they love. Right. Right? right. Like, like, as an example, my sister-in-law loves to bake, like, sweets. So... And I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> and we also love her sweets. But that also gives her an opportunity to bring something that she not only enjoys eating, but she enjoys cooking as well. Mm-hmm. So you can like it doesn't ha- it also doesn't have to be turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes. Right. Like it doesn't have to be that. Right, so say right. we would love for you to contribute something. This is what we're contributing. What would you like to bring? You can literally bring whatever you want. Yeah. You want to bring deviled eggs. You want to bring some salad. Like, yeah. what do you really want to bring? And so it. And it gives people an opportunity to feel like they're like a part of it. They're mm-hmm. not just coming and, you know, sort of mooching off of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah. they're really being a part of it and they can bring something they want. And I think people like feeling like they're contributing. 100%. Um, I, I don't remember what it's called, but there's an there's a website um, where you can like invite people and you can set it up where you can say, we need turkey stuffing, mashed okay. potatoes, and okay. people can like sign up. Okay. I'll, I'll try to find that and put it okay. on our show notes. But there's a way you can organize it so everyone gets an invite and there's a list of the foods you need and then you can pick what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and that way the hostess has or host has, you know, a list of who's mm-hmm. bringing what. Yeah, that's um, great. My, my sister-in-law found that and started using it because we all bring things. I mean, yeah. the joke is we all have all these different food issues uh-huh. so like <laughs> right. i make three different stuffings i yeah. make the vegan stuffing uh-huh. the traditional family stuffing and then the gluten-free stuffing right. for uh-huh. myself yep um oh, and then somebody once brought yams and there was literally we did a, an instagram post about it because we diagrammed it there were like sections with the marshmallows sections <laughs> with the nuts sections with so it's just funny because yeah. you know everyone has the different yes. dietary issues yes. so right Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's part of the fun is we all get to bring yeah, things and exactly, share. You know? Exactly. I'm going to try this new. And you can try something new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to try yes, the new exactly. Brussels sprout recipe yeah. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. My favorite meal ever is turkey stuffing and mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. So I'm not against that at all. But but why why do you have to do that on Thanksgiving? Or right. why do you have to do that on Christmas? You technically could do that in July if you wanted right, to. Right, right. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be that. So. So yeah, like why not make it a little unique? Sure, if you want to have turkey, yeah. great. But but ask your family to bring something different. You yeah, know, yeah, I mean yeah. it it helps to save you not only money, but also stress because right. you're not like having to make everything, but also helps other people contribute. And again, like I said, they can bring something that they really want to bring. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. 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 Um I when I was in college, I did a Friendsgiving. Uh-huh. And we were all dirt poor, like uh-huh. dirt poor. And somebody gave me like the free frozen turkey that they got from the grocery store. And I was like, I'll make the turkey. And yeah. then everyone brought things. And it was so, it was literally like the Charlie Brown's uh-huh. Thanksgiving yeah. where people just brought all those things. <laughs> I've never forgotten that meal. One person um, was Native American and brought a traditional oh, cool. corn soup, which I've never had before or since. Uh-huh. That is the most memorable meal yeah. I've ever had. Just all yeah. and it, how much fun it was. And yeah. we literally had nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody right. brought 
think that somebody brought mashed potatoes. Somebody bought a rice dish. Yeah, like it was just right. like what carrots. Mm-hmm. Like it was just yeah. what we had. Yeah. And uh, it was still super meaningful. Yeah. yeah. And that is what builds those memories. And that yeah. is what the holidays should be about. Right, right. Not spending money, not stressing out, not having tons of gifts. It's really about spending quality time and having those memories. So the next year when you get together, you talk about those memories. Mm-hmm. Remember when we did this? Mm-hmm. That was so fun. And um, just kind of like a gift exchange. Like those things make things more interesting and unique instead mm-hmm. of just doing the same thing over and over again and stressing yourself out about it. So tell me more about the spreadsheet. I know you love your sure. spreadsheets. Yeah. What else is on there? <laughs> <laughs> me? Um, yeah, so it's really, there's just some tips and like sort of the front and then there's a tab for hosting. So it's like, who are you inviting? Who, what are they bringing? Whose house is it at? Because it's also for multiple things, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you do two Thanksgivings and three Christmases, like depending mm-hmm. on how yeah. big your family yeah, is. Yeah, so yeah. where are you going and what are you bringing to those you know, places? So you can right. organize it all in there. And then the other tab is about gifts. So it's, you know, who are, who are you buying for? And I recommend throwing as many names on there as you feel like you really want to. Then you can maybe tear it down. Um, But put everything on there because you need to get a full understanding of what it is. Maybe you can buy for everybody this year. Maybe you can't, you know, but put everything on there. Put some gift ideas on there as well. So as people like as you're like out there talking to people, they mention, you know, oh, I would love a new like headset, you know, for my computer. You can be like, oh, and you can just pull out your phone, open up your spreadsheet, write headset on there, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. So start thinking of some ideas that also helps you be able to shop a little early so you're not stressing at the last minute. And then putting your total, like, what is your budget for each person on there? You're probably going to spend more on your child than you are on your cousin. So, you know. But when you see that total at the bottom, that's when you reality check and say, okay, I can't spend $75 on every single person. Realistically, I could spend $15 here Mm -hmm. and $20 here or whatever. Right, exactly. Right. Right. So, yeah, you throw everything on there and you put dollars amounts on there. You do what you think, like, you would like to do. And then you can always pair it back. So that's that is starting to get a plan together. That's not your final plan, right? Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. the beginning of a plan. So it's just a spreadsheet to help you stay organized. And then my recommendation is come January, you delete everything on there and you start from scratch and you start thinking already, who, do, who am I going to want to buy gifts for in December? What are their names? And I'm going to put a budget already. And I'm going to start putting some ideas because in July, when you see a great deal on a headset, you can buy it because you don't have to wait until November or December to do it. That's a good idea. And also you can just be constantly adding to it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when you're spreading, you know, the amount that you're spending out throughout the year, it's a lot less stressful. You might spend the same amount, but it's a lot less stressful (laughs) when you're spending it over the course of six or eight months than when you're spending it over the course of one. So last time you were here, you talked about the spreadsheet for just your regular budgeting. I mean, could there be a light item in that one that's just like holiday gifts or holiday budget? Yes. And and you're putting aside a certain amount each month to go towards that other spreadsheet, the holiday spreadsheet. Yes. So ideally, part of what... I say in that webinar um, is that come January, you can't really do a whole lot right now since it's November, but come January, start to set money aside in the savings account mm-hmm. every single month for Christmas. I don't care if it's $10, $5, whatever, for the holidays, start setting some money aside. But because if you go on and you use a spreadsheet this year and you start to, even if all you do is add everything up that you've spent, at least you can have an idea of what you might be spending next year or some ways you can kind of cut mm-hmm. back, but still you can have an idea. And then you'll know like, well, how much do I need to set aside every month to have this amount in my account 
come November so that I'm able to just buy what I need and not stress out about where the money is going to come from. So setting money aside, but in my budget, in my general budgeting spreadsheet that I use with my clients, I have a line item for hosting and parties because some people host birthday parties like all year long and then also for the holidays. So I have those two line items already like just in, in the budget. And then in this holiday spreadsheet, I'm also a spreadsheet person, so you can tell I'm all about it. (laughs) If it were me setting it up, I would do budget amount and then actual amount. Because I feel like you always, I'm a data person, right? So I always feel like come January, you should take a look at that and say, okay, here's what I planned. Here's Mm -hmm. what actually happened. How can I make improvements for the next time? A hundred percent. Right. 100% because you also can track. So like, let's just say, you know, you want to spend $50 on somebody and you just bought something for 40. You better write that in the actual and you could, you still have 10 more dollars, but that way you can go back and you can remember, oh, right. I already spent $40 on that person. Mm -hmm. And and that's especially important if you are shopping early. So if you do start this process in January Mm -hmm. and you start to look for some deals, because you might forget Come December, you're Honestly, like, what Honestly, even I done? in November, December, yeah. I'll be like, what did I buy so-and-so today? Yep. And then the other thing is I have two kids, and I don't know if other parents do this, but I always try to – my husband and I both try to, like, buy an equal yeah, amount sure. of value of right. things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's always like, okay, I got this for them and that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, mm-hmm. okay, so do I need to get something to even it up over on this side <laughs> yeah. of the tally? You know, and, um, yeah, it's – I just forget. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you're just kind of in a flurry doing yep. things and, yep. and I just forget. And it's so. not like your gifts are just laid out for you to look at every single day. Yeah, so they're you all put squirreled them aside away in my hiding places. <laughs> right. Or maybe you even wrap early and you put them under the tree and then you're right. like, what is that thing? Um, yeah. If you start writing all that stuff down on a spreadsheet or, or a piece of paper, it doesn't have to be a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. but just start writing that stuff down. So at least you're aware, oh, right, I've already done that. I've already crossed off Cousin Sally from my list. Like, I'm good. I already spent my $20 that mm-hmm. I had allotted for her. So you're not like, oh shoot, did I buy some? What did I, was it enough? Nope, you already know it's enough because you could just check your notes. Okay, we'll be right back with Rachel and more talk about holiday spending. That's a Hard No is brought to you by Clever Girl Marketing, my full service agency specializing in smart strategic marketing solutions for businesses and nonprofits. Okay, so you're probably wondering, Heather, what's with the podcast about boundaries? Why not marketing? Well, maybe in the future, but for now, it actually does relate. So bear with me here. Smart marketing, strategic marketing, requires knowing what to say no to and why. Businesses and nonprofits get inundated with marketing options and offers every day. We help you cut through all that noise, focus on your specific needs, and develop actionable strategies that are doable and actually make sense. Whether it's websites, SEO, email, social, or traditional channels, we're experienced in all of it. So if you need help figuring out your marketing, visit our website, clevergrowmarketing.com, and get in touch. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave. 
And we're back. Yay. So we talked about kind of putting dollar amounts in this spreadsheet to budget. Like, how, But what is like, what's the best way to think about your overall holiday spending budget? Is it per person? Should it be a percentage of your income? Like what's the best way to gauge that? That is very personal to every person. Right. So it, it I hesitate to really give a specific number on that or a mm-hmm. specific answer on that because it's really your comfort level. And you need to recognize what your comfort level is. I don't care if you have $10,000 in your savings account, but you're uncomfortable spending $300. That's fine. It, or if you have nothing, like, you know, make sure you don't go overboard. But we have to know what we're comfortable with. And so... And we also have to like remember, why are we buying gifts for people? We're not buying gifts for people so we can just rack up our credit cards or we can spend our savings. We're buying gifts for people because we want to show them that we care and mm-hmm. that they're important to us. And so it's it's really less about the amount you're spending on somebody, honestly, than what you're actually getting them. Like you said, your grandma would stress out and spend all this money that she really didn't have to buy you guys things that you probably really didn't even want that much or didn't right. really enjoy And that she resented much. it. Yeah. Right. And she was unhappy about it. You guys were probably not terribly happy because you weren't really, you know, getting the things you wanted. And you saw your grandma being stressed about it, which is also not great. Um, so you really need to just like take a step back and say, why am I buying this person a gift? Is it important that I literally spend $100 on this person? Mm-hmm. Or is it important that I really think and try to get them something they're going to appreciate? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... That is more of it. But also you need to look at your own personal finances, which is really why I do recommend starting in January, as silly as it might sound to a lot of people. But if you if you have home improvements that you know you're going to be doing redoing your bathroom and you don't have the money right now, but you have an idea of how much it's gonna cost, then you can see throughout the year, like what is your progress looking like to how much you're spending on that. So and every year is very different. Like right. every year finances are not the same for everybody. Maybe you had a layoff, maybe you had to get a new roof on your house. Like there's always different things. And so you have to be able to kind of go with it as you can, which is, again, is planning ahead is the best option. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's less about like a percentage or like how much. It's more of like, what is your comfort level? And remind yourself why you're even doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the other really important thing, I think, is if you, if you throw that list together and you have 25 people on there that you want to get gifts for, that is that is about money, of course, but it's also about stress. It is very stressful to try to find the right gift for 25 people. For two people, it's really difficult. So do you want to put yourself under that much stress? Or is there a group of people on there that you can group together and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to reach out to my friend group or all my cousins or whatever and say, let's do a Secret Santa this year. Yeah. that That's great. Or let's do like a white elephant. Or right. let's like and, – and you don't have to say, it's because I don't feel like spending money on everybody. That is – don't don't tell me that it is more fun for you to stress out and buy for 25 people and watch them open gifts than it is for you to do some type of silly white elephant. Right. Like that is actually most of the time more fun, oh, more yeah. memorable. Yeah. People enjoy it more. People get into it. Everyone's laughing. Someone's opening up a book or some socks. They're not going to be laughing and having the best time. Right. Right. <laughs> so um, so it, it it's 
Yes, it's about spending, but it's also about your stress level. So right. you need to combine. Those two things are are very high over the holidays. And both of those things, if you can decrease that, yeah. you will have so much more enjoyment right. over the holidays. And I really like your idea of like planning at the beginning of the year and spending throughout the year just because like you're, there's only so much energy and thought, right. you know, and the fact that you're spreading it out over the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just love that idea. Um, I have someone in my family who's extremely difficult to buy gifts for because it's my son. <laughs> um, he's in his early 20s, mid-20s, and is he's the most non-materialistic person you've ever met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Literally wants nothing. Okay. and But he's someone who really cares about the world, okay. right? So, uh-huh. you know, I found, like, instead of buying a whole list of gifts for him... I would just make a donation to uh-huh. like okay. Heifer International and be like, you adopted a chicken for uh-huh. this family uh-huh. in yeah. Bolivia, yeah. you know, and it is so meaningful to him. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think there are other alternative things oh you gosh, can do. Yes. Um, there have been times when money's been tied in our family and we've like baked things yeah. for people. Yes. And in fact, my son, again, who's in his mid 20s, is an incredible baker. Yeah. And he felt bad that he couldn't buy gifts the past couple of years. And he, you know, makes like gourmet homemade yeah. breads and yeah. cookies and things. And people are so appreciative. Yeah, I think a yes. lot of a lot of you can do a lot of things. Again, it's a lot of you have to budget your effort and your time. Of course, yeah. But um, people appreciate handmade things, yes. home cooked things. Yep. Right. Um, you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be about things. Correct. I, that is also in that webinar that I put together is yeah. exactly those things. Like, is do you have a special skill? Do you have something that you love to do? Can you knit? Can mm-hmm. you cook? You know, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of things you can do. And that is so much more meaningful. I mean, let me tell you, if I opened up, you know, like a literal loaf of fresh baked bread that my friend made me yesterday, as opposed to a book that I could have mm-hmm. co- or could have not bought for myself, you know what I mean? Like that is going to be way more meaningful. And they put work and effort into that. Right. The other thing to really think about for gifts, too, especially for someone like your son, is experiences. So yes, when you look back, let's say you look back, first of all, can you remember what you got for Christmas last year? This is like going out to the group, right? Everyone listening. Can you remember what you got for Christmas last year? We don't really do a lot of gifts in our house because it's not important to us. But um, but there's been many, many years where someone's like, oh, what did, you know, what did Mark get you for Christmas? And I'm like... And this is like two or three weeks later, you know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but when you do an experience yeah, and you decide that. to go somewhere or do something, mm-hmm. even if it's a simple like we're going to go for a hike in a place we've never been before, because if you're all listening in the Cleveland area, we've got a lot of wonderful metro parks out there. And I bet you a lot of them that you haven't explored. So mm-hmm. even some that's free yeah. and that would be so meaningful and so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go to the art museum or any other museums or you can go to you know, the zoo, I don't know, there's so many things that you can do and some that absolutely cost money, but that is way more impactful and and you're going to remember it. You're going to yeah. have more fun doing it yeah. than opening up something. And it's less stressful too, because it's easier. Like I know that you love, you know, going to the aquarium or whatever. I know that already. So I'm going to plan that for you right. and that's going to be easier And we'll spend the do. day together Ex- and we'll go to the And aquarium. we spend the day together. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm so all when, about that. Yeah. So Especially when you since back. the pandemic. Like, yes. I feel like yes. I've made a point of 
with my family like if let's go spend time together mm-hmm. and do yes. something fun exactly so. or maybe if it's even baking together or yeah. you know i mean there's so many things you whatever you you have in common with the person that you want to like buy a gift for think outside the box and try to think if there's something else you know that yeah. you can go do with them. speaking of outside the box this is another cool thing about my son who bakes so my he became very close with my uh, brother and sister-in-law um recently and so they're in another state and so my sister-in-law and my son bake together uh, on facetime they like plan the recipe they're going to make yeah. and then they put their ipads up so and they bake together so you don't have to be in the same yeah, city like exactly. you can do some yeah. of these things just you have to be creative yeah. about it you know yeah that's, that reminds me of like there's like a scavenger hunt app that you can do. I don't know oh, if I you can scavenger do hunts. that like across. You might have to be in the same place. Um, but that's yeah, it's not free, fun. but it's those are not that expensive. And that was real. My girlfriend and I did that once downtown. That's and it was fun. so much fun. We're just yeah. running around. And, you know, you get to a point where you're like, do I really care about finding this thing anymore? Not really. But we're spending a lot of time <laughs> together. And initially it was really yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's so many things that you can do. And it doesn't have to be in December either. Like if you find the scavenger hunt and it's in February, well, that's fine. Buy it, print it out, put it in a get or put it in a box, you know, and give it to to whoever on the holidays and say, oh, great, now we've got a couple months to look forward to doing this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really like, again, this all goes back to remembering what the holidays are about. They really right. shouldn't be about stressing out and just figuring out the perfect gift to buy every single person right. that you love. It should be about experiences, spending time together and, and feeling closer to your family and your loved ones. Yeah. Are there any other common mistakes or misconceptions that you think are important to address around holiday spending, budgeting? Um, I think... I think a big piece, which we kind of talked about a little, but it's just like not being open with your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I'm a big advocate for talking about money, obviously, like it's very important to do, but a lot of people are not comfortable with that. Um, So I think figure if that's really your issue, if like your concern is like, I just really don't have it this year. And I know that if I spend this much, it's just going to end up on my credit card. I'm going to be paying it off next December still. try to like have an open, honest conversation with your family and just say, just be very real. Like, listen, last year, you know, I overdid it. And with interest rates as high as they are, I have absolutely seen many, many credit cards at a 30% interest rate. So that is no joke. You put $2,000 on a 30% interest rate and you pay the minimum payment, you are going to be paying that off for a, you won't have it paid off by next December. So like, be very honest and say, these are the interest rates and this is how, like, expensive things have gotten. And kind of, like, don't make it such a serious, like, intense yeah. conversation. Just, like, say, listen, I did, I overdid it last year. And so I'm just, I can't do it this right, year. Right. Um, it's just, like, it's just where we are. And we love you guys. And we want to be able to think outside the box and think of other things we can do yeah. that maybe don't cost as much. And then you're also inviting your family to come up with other ideas and right, thoughts, too. Right, so, right. Um, and just remember what is going to be the most fun and the most impactful? Yeah. Is it going to be me stressing out shopping and giving a gift to somebody that they may or may not even want? Or is it going to be just the simple time we spend? Or like have a family game night. Like, yeah. you know, that can be so, buy, like maybe one of your gifts is for the whole family and it's a new game that you yeah. guys have never played. Yeah, there you buy go. that, you know, and right, have that right, at, at your yeah. house and do that. So. We, a couple years ago, um, I forget if it was last year or the year before, I was completely stressed out, tired. We had a lot of, you know, I was recovering from cancer and all this stuff. And I couldn't, I just couldn't fathom hosting. Part of it was the cleaning and mm-hmm. the prepping and the, 
the cost of the food and all this stuff. And But I still wanted to, like, gather everyone at my house. And I came up with this idea. I just said, hey, everybody, when you're going to be out Christmas shopping and stuff, everybody, you can start coming over anytime after 7 o'clock and hang out. We're going to play games and put Christmas movies on. And mm-hmm. we're going to just everybody order Chinese food. Yeah. And Love we just it. did a group order, and everyone paid for their own thing, uh-huh. and everybody got what they. And again, yes. the disparate diets with vegans and vegetarians <laughs> and all these other people. Uh-huh. So like, it, everyone could pick something that they could eat. Yeah. And we had so much fun that the next year, everyone said, "Are we going to do Chinese food yeah. on Christmas Eve again?" Free. Mm-hmm. And it was. It became the tradition. Yeah. And, and I didn't have to spend a dime. Yeah. Like except for my own food. Right. Right. Which you would have done anyway. Um, and it was great. It was yeah. great. Low stress. Yeah. Low cost. And that is what can happen if you open yourself up to being a little bit vulnerable with your family and just yeah. saying, I can't do it this year. Yeah. Um, another thing, too, is being very honest with yourself. You're invited to three different Thanksgivings. It is okay to say no right. to one or two or three of yeah. them. You, you have to live your own life and you have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and your immediate family. And if, if you feel like you cannot handle it, you're not, you're going to go and you're not going to enjoy yourself. You're going to be miserable. You're probably going to be like snarky and not, you know, the most fun tired, to be around. Yeah. And then, right, then when you get home, you're going to be tired and you might be snarky with your family once you get home, you know, your immediate family. Um, and you don't want all that. You could yeah. avoid that by saying, thank you so much. I so much appreciate it, But unfortunately, we're just not able to make it this year. Yeah. Or say, you know, we can't make it this year, but let's plan a weekend in, in January where right. we can get together. Yeah. Great. Like, you don't have to do it all. Right. You can't do it all. I think people forget that holidays are supposed to be a time of rest as yes. well. They're not yes. just supposed to be work. Yeah. And um, I always joke, like, someday I'm going to do the holidays on a beach by myself. Like, because, <laughs> you know, I get cranky, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and I'm just tired. But, yeah, you, it's okay to say no. Yes. That's, you know, that's what we're all about. Yes. And. Um, people can understand if you're over, I'm sorry, we're just over committed. We have so many family commitments. I just can't swing another holiday event, Right. but I would love to get together with you in January. And if that means on that day, you sit at home by yourself and you do nothing but watch TV, that's fine. You're allowed. I'm giving you permission. You're totally allowed to (laughs) to do that because uh, there have been times that I have said no, and it's only been a mental health thing. It's not because... I physically don't have the time or I have other plans. It's like, Mm -hmm. I just mentally can't leave my house right now. I can't get dressed and put on a happy face and go, I'm going to, I'm going to say no. And it's usually because I've overcommitted. Like there's all these things that I've already done. And now I'm getting to a point that I'm like, I I literally want to just sit at home by myself with my dogs um, and do nothing. Like I don't, I don't want to, it's, it is, it's not offensive to the person. I don't dislike the person. I just don't want to, and that is okay. Right. You don't have to have an excuse or exactly. a reason why. Exactly. Um, speaking of feeling compelled to do things, uh, pretty soon we're going to have uh, Black Friday sales <laughs> and Cyber Monday uh-huh. and all these deals going on. Like, what are some traps that people fall into or things to remember when they, they feel that urgency from deal, deal, deal? Yeah. So... People need to remember, as I'm sure you understand, those are marketing ploys. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> and many, many, many times I have seen the exact same thing for the exact same price two weeks after Black Friday. When on Black Friday they were saying it was the best deal 
of the century. Um, so sometimes that's not true. Uh, or sometimes you get to the store, you order it and you get it and it's smaller than what mm-hmm. you expected it to be. So like, that's why it was cheaper or it's a different brand or whatever. <clears throat> so there's a lot of very smart marketing going on over the holidays, which is why ho- like spending over the holidays is at an all time mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. It's not because people are getting great deals. It's because people are being duped. I don't know if that's really, it might be dramatic, but people are are getting the impression that these are the best deals and they're mm-hmm. buying into it because that's why people get paid to be these big time marketers because it works. Mm-hmm. So you have to just remember <laughs> that the person you're buying this from, whether it be Target or Amazon or the, the brand name, they're still making a lot of money off your purchase. So is it a, the best deal or is it just a way to get you to spend your money on something that you may not even want? I've right. seen people buy things that they don't even want, but they just said they couldn't pass it up because it was a great deal. It's not a great deal because let, let's just, as an example, this, you know, sweatshirt or whatever that you don't like and you don't want was normally $50 and now it's only 25 So you got a great deal. No, you didn't. You just wasted $25 that you could have spent on something that you would have really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah. So like... I want, and this goes for all year long, but anytime someone wants to buy something that is different than like your groceries, right? You got to buy food. Um, But anytime you're out and you're like, ooh, this is pretty, what's that? Um, Really just take a step back and just take a breath and just think, is this something I really want? Not is this something I really need because we all are going to buy things that we want and we don't really need, that's fine. But is this something I really want? Do I want this? Or does Uncle Bob want this? Or, you know, my son, does he really want this? Mm-hmm. If you're buying, you know, gifts. Just take a breath. It doesn't matter how much it costs. It, d- take that out of it. Mm-hmm. Is this something I really want? Or is this something that I really want to buy for somebody else? Mm-hmm. Is this really it? Mm-hmm. If it's not, I don't care at all that it's a great deal. Doesn't matter. Because if you're buying something you don't really want, it's a terrible deal. So take that $25 yeah. and put it on something else. Even if it's a full price something else, it's fine. Because then you're buying something else that you enjoy that you really want as mm-hmm. opposed to buying something you really don't. Yeah. I ask myself, do I love it? Mm-hmm. Do I love this? Yeah. Or do I just kind of like it? Right. And, you know, I've mentioned before, we have a client who's a thrift store company. And so I'm often thrifting partially because I I love it. Yeah. And partially <laughs> I'm like doing reconnaissance. And um, even there, I'm getting a deal. It's uh-huh. a $5 I don't know, jacket or something. Yep. And I'll look at it and I'm like, it's only $5. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But do I love it? Mm-hmm. Am I going to wear it within yes, the next week? Exactly. If I'm not going to wear it within the next week and I don't love it, it doesn't yep. make me feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. Right. I'm not going to get it. And yeah. I will encourage people to go, especially if they're like clothing people mm-hmm. and they like to buy clothes, go through your closet and clean it out. I don't yep. want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I haven't worn this in two years. Clean it out and then look at your pile. And then you can do what you just said, Heather, is mm-hmm. then the next time you really want to buy something, talk about whether or not you love it. Right. Not, I just kind of want it. or Because then you can remember that pile that you've just put on your bed of all the stuff that you own, that you yeah. spent money yeah. on that you no longer want. Um, and some of the stuff probably isn't old. Like you should probably have clothes for many, many years, right? If you're going to invest in something. Um, and if you've 
you're starting to put stuff in the donate pile that you've only had for a year, maybe it wasn't a good buy. Mm -hmm. So even if it was a great deal, even if it was a great deal, and I've gotten, trust me, I've gotten a lot better. um, But I've gotten, I mean, no one's perfect. I've also fallen into that trap of, oh, but it's only like $5. Like, why would I not? Then I get it home and I wear it once and I'm like, I don't feel good in this. I don't feel good in it. Right. And I knew that when I bought it, right? Because I tried it on. quite sure. But but, yeah. (laughs) But it's $5. Yeah. Yeah. But as an example, these shoes, um, I bought it at a thrift store, um, but they are a brand that I had paid full price for another shoe. And I love those shoes. Loved them, loved them. They're so comfortable. I needed flats and I really needed these. And I bought them and I've never regretted this. And they right. were a good deal. But I also made sure to recognize like I already own a pairs of shoes that are pretty much the same thing, but different color. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to love these as yeah. well. So I feel good about that. But yeah, lots of other things. And I tell people, and the same thing goes for the holidays, but I tell people the average person doesn't get into to credit card debt because they spend $3,000 on a couple purchases. It's because they spend $5, 10 15 $20 on many, many purchases. Because mm-hmm. it's like why. a little painless hit yep, of dopamine. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. you get the bill and yep. you're like, Holy cow. Right. We're like, oh, I spent $25 300 times. <laughs> That's why my credit card's so high. <laughs> Boy, that adds up fast. It yeah. sure does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that is exactly why, like, planning ahead is so important, too, when you're talking about the holidays. Because then if you spend $5, it's not really a big deal. But if you do that 15 times for the same person, like, that starts to add up. And if you're not tracking any of that, you don't recognize until right. it's too late. Any other final thoughts about holiday spending? I just really, really, really want to empower people to take a breath, take a step back, and really think about what they want out of their holiday season. And if they want to only spend time with their immediate family, that's okay. If they want to only spend time with, you know, closer family and they don't want the cousins and the aunts and uncles to all be invited... That's okay. And it does it's nothing negative against those people and it's not negative against you. It is just really like what do you want out of your holiday and what are you going to remember next year that you were the most happy about? And really try to do that. Right. Now remind us where people can see this webinar you sure. did, where they can get the spreadsheet and how they can connect with you. Sure. So the best place is just to go to my website, which is effortlessbudgeting.com. And I have a section on there for like different resources and my webinars are all listed under there. So I have several, including the last one I did with you. Um, And they can click on that and watch it. And then from there, they can go to any of my social media accounts or they can simply send me an email through my website or, you know, literally just send me an email, um, which my email is listed on my website. And they can say, hey, I listen to your podcast. Would love that spreadsheet. And I'll send it right out to them. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks. This is a great conversation. Yeah, I thanks, already Heather. got some some thoughts and I've ticked away. I'm going to get your spreadsheet. Okay. I love spreadsheets. I so. will happily send it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again and happy yeah. holidays, everyone. Yeah. Be careful out there. Spend wisely and take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of yourself. Okay. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening. That's a Hard No is a production of Clever Girl Marketing, my little agency in Cleveland, in partnership with our friends at Evergreen Podcasts. Many thanks to our amazing team, including Maura Del Rosario, our production and marketing coordinator, Noah Fouts, our amazing producer, editor, and composer who wrote our theme music and performed it with his band, The Big Leagues, and our new video producer and editor, Kay Holmberg. You can find show notes and resources on our website, and you can find other fun stuff on our socials. We're 
Hard No Podcast, and we're now on YouTube, so check us out there. Make sure to like and subscribe on your favorite listening platforms, but especially Apple. Can you please do us a favor? Give us a rating and review so more people can find us and learn how to say no. So until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, saying no isn't just okay. Saying no is key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. So do it. Find your no, then say it with me. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I offer you some feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.